Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief today. we got a bunch of news. we got some predictions for impact against all odds, which is coming up tomorrow, I believe, at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. So, okay, if so. it's if it might be 4. I don't know. We'll, we'll put an announcement out. Keep your notifications on at Twitch, though, because we'll be doing live reactions to it at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. If you're in the Los Angeles area, feel free to skip impact tomorrow because at 3 p.m., Amped Up Wrestling Live from Los Angeles, specifically Compton, the Enforcer will be walking to the ring with Cal Jack for his match at Amped Up Wrestling. You can Google them. We'll leave a link in the description. Uh, uh, It's at 3 p.m. They're having a live show, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. I've watched a lot of the promos from this show, Larson. And there are some Fun stuff. There are some awesome characters they got over there at Amped Up. And the Enforcer is going to be walking down to the ring with Big Red in tow. Uh, he's going to be walking there, uh, uh, escorting Caljack to the ring. So, uh, yeah, if you want a picture with Big Red or Enforcer or Caljack or all three of them or just two of them or just one of them, they'll probably be sticking around so you can ask for a photo with them or get mm-hmm. a too sweet or something along those lines. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun. And then, of course, obviously on Sunday, we've got our live reactions to NXT TakeOver in your house. Um, busy, busy weekend. So we got a busy weekend ahead I can't of confirm uh, Impact Wrestling's Against All Odds 2021, 5 p.m. Pacific time, according right. to Fight TV here. All right, that's what time so we will be, be live here on the Twitch. Should be a fun time. We'll watch that. And then, uh, I mean, afterwards, we're just going to call it a day because we don't do – we podcasts for for, for impact impact pay-per-view we sort of bury those and like we'll talk about it on monday we'll talk about it on yeah. monday lots of uh slam aversary uh sort of implications for uh against all odds kind of i think i would imagine yeah, so I mean, like the title match yeah for sure title match is kind of a big deal um but yeah but we before we get into our predictions for uh impacts against all odds where Impact title right I mean, there. I just, I where are my fingers? See where my right, finger yeah, is? I'll take, your, I'll, I'll take your word for it. You can see, see it. Clear as day, you can see it. Out of my little screen here, I can't. You got to get your eyes checked. Um, so, before we get into the news, real quick also, hey, give us a thumbs up. Just oh, hit yeah. that like button. Hit that subscribe button. 
really helps grow the show. Larson, yeah, what's the news? So it's pretty obvious WWE wants to do Roman Reigns versus The Rock. Yeah. You know, they teased it as far back as when uh, WrestleMania was initially announced to be happening at Los Angeles' SoFi Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, they teased the match then. Of course, they had to postpone uh, Mania in Los Angeles to Mania 39. But along the way, there's been like countless rumors reports that this match is high on the company's wish list. Now, uh, Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Meltzer, in the latest newsletter, reported that WWE could get the ball rolling on that story as soon as this year's Survivor Series. This is what Dave had to say. Quote, the hope is for Dwayne Johnson to make an appearance at that show, but isn't locked in. But the hope uh, is... But the hope for around the time, this is from the newsletter, if you evolve, that would make it a huge show and it would lead, lend credence, although it says lead credence, to Reigns versus Johnson for WrestleMania. If Johnson is getting older each year, and if he's going to wrestle, he'll want to set a box office record if he comes back to two places that he could do that would be AT&T Stadium. That's in uh, Arlington, Texas, I believe, and the new SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. Andrew Zarian confirmed Meltzer's report on Twitter saying, quote, Dave's report is correct. WB is hoping to get The Rock for Survivor Series. The plan is to have it in Brooklyn as of right now, but it's very early and things can always change. As all matters that pertain to WB, things are fluid. Things, things are fluid. change. Things, oh, yeah, card subject to change. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this sort of is, uh, you know, an inevitability, you would think, uh, assuming yeah. that The Rock is uh, is able to do all this stuff with his busy, busy schedule. And I will say this. So I think if they want, like, some sort of in- indoor attendance record, you know, it's kayfabe. Uh, I think, I think, I could be wrong, but I think AT&T Stadium in terms of capacity is larger in SoFi. I just, I think, I could I think be you're wrong. you're right I'll about check here that, yeah. I don't think I've seen here. anything that suggests it. Because, like, the big thing about... Uh, uh, the uh, the the AT&T Stadium is that it's like 100,000 people or something like yeah, that. Yeah, for right? football, it's 100,000. Yeah. I don't know if SoFi is that large. I'll double-check in a second. Another thing that would be interesting from a storytelling perspective, which this aspect or this detail probably isn't high in WWE's priority list for this particular match, the last time they tried to have a coronation moment for Roman was at Mania 32 against Triple H, which was at AT&T Stadium. Confirmed SoFi is 70,000 capacity. Okay, thank you. So fast forward six years later, if they do it at AT&T Stadium, again, for Mania 38, you have another coronation moment for Roman Reigns defeating The Rock. Uh, and, and, you know, in terms of storytelling, that would be interesting. Again, I don't think that's high on WB's priority list. I wonder if anybody's even thought of that. Actually, hold on a second. This says that it could be expanded, expanded up to 100000 for... Uh... Let's see here. Man, I thought I said 100000 for uh, Super Bowl and wrestling. So that's like a lot more. That would be two way different things because I get 100000 <laughs> for wrestling, but for like, where are they going to, they have people sitting on the field? Oh, here we go. It says, well, the capacity between 70000 and 100000 Uh Yeah, 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 yeah. I think for wrestling, yeah. And then it was saying something else about uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, there it is. So, yeah, I mean, they could expand, but yeah, I don't know. Isn't AT&T 100000 for, for like football, for football, which means they could expand it even more. For wrestling, yeah. yeah. Um, so it does seem like that'd be that'd be the big deal. Um, in which case, yeah, it'd be it'd be there in uh, in Texas, which would be pretty cool. So one hundred five thousand is the attendance record for a football game. Okay, there you go. Yeah, why don't they do it in North Korea? There's a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really aware of socio geopolitical. 
<laughs> situations, Larson. Evidently not. I just watched the Dark Side of the Ring, but I only focus on the on the last ten minutes where they talk about how big the stadium was. Oh, where Bischoff is putting over how it's the largest show ever that he did that. Yeah, I just watched the yeah the, the end credits there where they're still talking. Um. So, anyways, yeah, that's uh that's something else there. Uh, we'll see if that happens. I mean, it's kind of be honest, it's kind of non news, but I guess you know the bit that they're trying to get that rolling at Survivor Series this year. I like that. Use Survivor Series. It's a. I, I love the brand versus brand stuff in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, well, Louis Dangor on Twitter made a good point. The Rock debuted at Survivor Series 1996. How long ago was that? 25 years. 25 years. And Louis suggested 25 years of the Rock celebration at Survivor Series that Roman could then interrupt. I think that's a great idea. Uh, yeah, I think that's a, yeah, that's a good. You know, I don't really care. I don't get anniversaries. Eh, whatever. Take them or leave them. But well, I mean, uh, I agree with yeah. that. I'm not a, I'm not a terribly sentimental person either. Yeah. However, if it's a way to, to launch a story, sure. Hey, it's my 25th anniversary. I thought I'd pop in. No, man, there's got to be meteor reason for him to pop in. How about this? He's the head of the table, not Roman Reigns. That's what you do. Anyways, uh, this is what I want to see. Tommy end in all eat wrestling. Where will he end up after his non-compete clause expires? 90 days. Larson, that's the thing on everybody's minds. Uh, uh-huh. Is he going to be back to WWE, New Japan, uh, or will he end up uh, all eliting there in all elite wrestling? In the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Meltzer offered up his two cents saying, uh, while it's not a done deal and it can't be until uh, August 31st, the strong belief is that Tom Budgen, the former Aleister Black, is headed here all elite. Uh, yeah. Although there has been talk in WWE that the company made a mistake in cutting him, may make him an offer to return, so that could change the equation. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a no brainer. I'd say it's like either AEW or new Japan. I don't see, I don't see impact as a destination, but I could also see him maybe wanting to go to new Japan, but, uh, uh, yeah. but yeah, AEW, I mean, absolutely. It's, you know, I don't know where him well, and think about AEW is, 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 live, you know, but. they, 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 they seemingly are, are more than willing to let talents work in new Japan if they mm-hmm. want to do that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. He could kind of have his cake and eat it too. If yep. he signed to AEW, yeah, they'll let him have New Japan, a Twitch channel as well, where he can play Correct. all the Call of Duty he wants. Correct. I prefer Warzone. My, Get that KDR up. My KDR is spectacular, but it could be better. I tell you, an AEW have have his Warzone KDR in his lower third. His entire gimmick is going to be about getting the prestige, and it's this mysterious thing. And then they just realize it's the prestige ranking system in Call of Duty. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's terrible. That's good. It's no, that's great. Awful. What's hey. better, that or or Biro and Kip Sabian gimmicks being Twitch streamers? Yeah, God, that was bad. That was so bad. I'm so glad they got away from that. Um. Anyway, you know, I really want somebody to ask Tony Khan. Was that the like? Was that the entire idea? Because there is a philosophy behind that. Like, hey, let's bring him in as like the lamest thing possible to sort of reflect his time in WWE, you know? I have a theory, because we kind of saw this when AEW started, where they didn't really have much for for Hangman. Yeah. Like, he was just kind of, you know, he was do- he was involved, but he didn't really have a character, he didn't really have a story, yeah. he didn't have an arc, which now he definitely does. Now Miro does. And I wonder if when pe- they have people in, they have them come in on something that's not something they can kind of... Some, I'm not, I don't know if it's, they're doing something that's purposely underwhelming, mm-hmm. but have something there... 
so they debut and it's a deal and they have them just kind of on this do stuff for a little bit and then at a moment when, the, when it seems like the time is right to strike bang then they do something huge mm -hmm. you know i wonder if it's kind of like a full maybe a, a bit of a philosophy. yeah it could be yeah i mean there's some you know there might be some evidence to that i mean there is the reverse on that though well yeah i don't know i maybe that's maybe that's a way they bring in established talent i mean i i look at like how they brought yeah i don't know I don't know. I, I imagine every situation is probably different. There, there, oh, there is sure. probably that philosophy for certain guys, and maybe Miro was was that. Um, I really want somebody in one of them press conference calls to to say, "Hey, what 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 was the thinking in terms of Miro? How deliberate was it, or was it simply, hey, let's bring him in, see what he wants to do. If nothing sticks, we'll we'll make him a monster.' Um, I mean, he, like he had said, sorry, he had said, Tony Khan had said. You know, he was talking about the ranking system. He was like, we can't bring him in immediately because the rank, the year is almost over and the ranking systems are pretty much set. And then sure enough, towards the beginning of the year, kind of um, a little bit later, they yeah, turned yeah. him, you know, so yeah. that he can get those his his ranking up. Yeah. And I, you know, the, the, the gamer thing was was underwhelming. I'll say this, though, if he had come in. Just being like basically a, an eater of worlds destroyer, it would have been impactful. But I feel like giving him a little bit of an arc, where he comes in, he's a friendly guy, uh, uh, you know, and, and he's buddies with Kip. He's the best man, and then you see his story develop from there, where he becomes yeah. this monster who just wants to destroy everything. At least they're trying to make a story out of it rather than just having him drop in here. Hey, I'm going to destroy everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's progression from a character standpoint, at least doing it that way. I want them to take Tommy in from his Twitch stream a couple of days ago that I saw him when he was just sitting there eating some Funyuns. I don't know what he was watching or doing. He was just sitting there eating Funyuns. I haven't seen anybody eat Funyuns since junior high. I don't think they were actually Funyuns. Oh. <laughs> Lacey eats them all the time. <laughs> she loves Funyuns. Bama, Bama loves Funyuns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anybody eat one that's like 92. Oh, they man. Sold at, they sold them at the cafeteria. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Something else Tommy N could take advantage of potentially is doing cameos, uh, you know, unlike uh, the the strict way of going through WWE to do them if you're a WWE superstar. Well, looks like WWE is lining up some more of these limited personalized videos, a.k.a. cameos, through that platform for select wrestlers from time to time. All right, man, let's line them up. Let's see what going in Raw is going to get here on Cameo. Oh, I'm afraid to tell you, Steve, these are all well outside our budget. 
first up, come on, there's got to be like a fifty dollar one here. Sammy well, Zane, three three hundred fifty bucks. That's the uh, Sammy uh, Cesaro, Rhea Ripley, and Nia are the the cheapest option at three hundred fifty dollars. Who is gonna pay Seth Rollins six hundred dollars for a cameo from him? I mean, someone might. Ray Mysterio's five hundred. Bianca Belair four hundred. Kevin Owens five hundred. Alexa Bliss six hundred. Drew McIntyre four fifty. Bobby Lashley four fifty. Seth six hundred. Charlotte five hundred. And Shawn Michaels. I think I'm cute. I know I'm pricey. So I think Russell Talk says there's ten spots per wrestler available. Yes. Gee, First ten approved requests. And Shawn Michaels gonna make it for about uh, a half hour, maybe, of standing there while a production assistant like records you saying, "Hey, what's going on, Billy? I hear you're a fan of the Heartbreak Kid. Happy birthday!" Next, hey Tommy, I, know. I hear it's your birthday. The Heartbreak Kid loves birthdays. Next. <laughs> well, you know, there's seven hundred fifty dollars per. So at, at ten of them, that's seventy five hundred. I mean, WB's taking their cut. Cameo's taking their cut. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that, what the like, how much that. I would assume the wrestlers get forty percent. I would doubt it's like a even, even, even thing. But who knows? I don't know, man. Three thousand dollars for about, uh, or yeah, thirty-two fifty for uh, thirty minutes of work. That's not a. That's not a bad day. That's not a bad day at the office. No. Uh, let's talk impact results before we get to our against all odds predictions. Uh, the fun show last night opened up with the Impact AEW Summit. Tony Khan was there. A lot of negotiations going on. Don Callis really pleading his case to keep Sammy Callahan completely out of the title picture. Well, negotiations, it was more like Tony and Scott really knew what they had already settled on, and then they just let Don talk a lot. Yeah. So the end result was uh, Kenny Omega will defend against Moose at against all odds. But the caveat there is that that match – while happening during Saturday's pay-per-view, which I think has already been taped, that match is happening from Daly's Place. So they're going to have the rest of the show at what Skyline Studios in Nashville, and then for the main event, Daly's Place. Are they going to let fans in for that match? Well, I'm this. They're not. Gonna, well, here's the thing: they're not going to have a whole crowd show up just to have that match live. I doubt. I bet this was taped. I'm sure at one of the other Impact or the Dynamite tapings. Yeah. That's what I think. And I wonder, and I wonder too, if the reason they, they're doing it that way is because later on it was revealed the Good Brothers to kind of keep them out of the main event, have a match against Sammy and a partner of his choosing, which ended up being Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. So they're going to be in kayfabe in this whole thing. Good Brothers are going to be in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. Kenny was complaining, well, who's going to be my second? Yeah. The Young Bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the Young Bucks are going to be in Jacksonville. They probably want to fly from. Uh, 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 the Inland Empire of California to Jacksonville, back to home, back to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Just get it all done in Jacksonville, I would guess. So I'm guessing a lot of this is A, to have a live crowd for which to be a pretty anticipated match, mm-hmm. and B, uh, to minimize the travel requirements of everybody involved. So your your speculation is this is going to be taped during Dynamite tonight? I don't think Dynamite tonight's live. Oh, it's not? I don't think so. I think the next two weeks are taped. I oh, think wow. the next live one is the end of the month. Uh, do you the think Kennedy they, do they already taped this match? match? I think so. I would not be surprised. They really. I mean, this is probably something we should know. We're wrestling podcasters. Um, anyway, so the winner of that match, Kenny, Kenny Omega, gets Sammy Callahan at Slammiversary. We're not even sure if Moose is going to be under contract after this match uh, that's Saturday. That's uh, correct. So that's, that's where you know my prediction's going. 
Um, and then uh, the Good Brothers are going to be, yeah, you already mentioned this, a street fight against Sammy Callahan and Tommy Dreamer at Against All Odds. Uh, Don Callis is not happy, not happy that uh, Kenny Omega is going to fight the wild card, Sammy Callahan, but Tony yeah, Khan seems cool. He is, he is very unhappy about that. Uh, in other action, Rosemary defeated Havoc. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasha Steeles defeated Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had this really good promo from Steve Macklin. Man, that guy's awesome. Yeah, this promo was good. Very impassioned. Yeah. Uh, we had Trey Miguel and Maple Leaf Muscle, Petey Williams, mm-hmm. defeating Rohit Raju and Chris Bay. Yep. And Chris Bay. Uh, Ed Edwards. Yeah. Uh-huh. Defeated Confused Cowboy Joe Doring by disqualification. And then Kojima came out to confront him because they got a match going down. Yeah, and Kojima clothesline uh, Confused Cowboy out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And in the main event, W. Morrissey defeated, as Steve likes to say, Illy Mac because he doesn't have any W's. And, and then Rich Swan yeah. came out and attacked Morrissey after the Yeah, W.W. W. Morrissey. It's about to be W.W.W. Morrissey. Yeah, you got that right. So let's get to these against all odd predictions. I'm excited. Well, let me go, I, I'm going to go get my impact title so everybody can see it. Oh, very well. While you do that, I'll talk about how excited, how confident I feel in my picks today. I'm looking to get the, bring that impact title back home, back there, on my guitar rack where you can barely see it. That's the goal. That's the goal. Uh, yeah, it's, good I got to have, the, it's good to have goals in life, buddy. I got the enforcers picks here. Let's kick things off. We got a one, two, three, five, fatal five way, number one contender, X division title match. You got PD Williams versus Trey Miguel versus Ace Austin versus Chris Bay versus Rohit Raju. Steve, who do you have? I've got Ace Austin with one confidence point, given that his heater was taken out with uh, a super top rope Canadian destroyer. Oh, that was crazy. And this is, so wait, I'm sorry. Is this a number one contender match right yes. here? Yes. And I'm assuming, is this match going to take place at Slammiversary, the actual I would think so. match? Ace Austin carries around that trophy with him. I know Trey Miguel, they recently re-signed, so he's a big deal. They've actually elevated Petey Williams to be kind of a big deal in the in the, in the the X division. Um, the, Rohi Raju is always the, uh, the, the all reliable there. And Chris Bay is great uh, and recently came back as well. But uh, I don't think Ace Austin is going to miss a slammer. So it's not to say they can't do another X Division type match there. Yeah, yeah. You know, just not for the title. But uh, I think it's going to be Ace Austin versus Josh Alexander. Well, one one thing he didn't mention in the notes is that Ace Austin confronted Josh Alexander backstage before yeah. the uh, the tag match. Yeah. On Dyna- on the Dynamite on the Impact last night. I think the writing's on the wall. I got Ace Austin two confidence points. Okay. Just got less confidence in another match. Yeah. And then Enforcer also has Ace one confidence point. All right. Sounds good. Let's no move on manic to, picks in the X Division. Wow. Not this time. Let's move on to Confused Cowboy, Joe Doring, taking on Kojima. See, this is this is starting to bum me out a little bit, Larson, because we're now more well-learned about impact, so there's yeah. less manic picks going on. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. What's Maybe. your Joe we'll Doring, the Confused Cowboy versus Satoshi Kojima? Oh, it's, it's, it's Confused Cowboy. I got six confidence points on Joe Doring going over. I mean, Kojima's coming over, helping get over Joe Doring. Yep. Violent by Design is getting a pretty significant push from Impact. They get the tag tiles. Yep. Um, so I, I'd be hard-pressed to believe that Joe Doring has any chance of really losing this match. Enforcer, with a bit of a manic pick here, though, he's going with Kojima, two confidence points. Mm, that's not my... That's not... A, manic pick, I feel, has a minimum of five confidence points. Or four oh, right. for, like, a real swing. And, in All fact, right. I only have three confidence points. I've got it on Confused Cowboy. Uh, impact is still, I mean, I know that, you know, at the last pay-per-view, I think it was LP lost 
to Josh Alexander in a really terrific match. Kojima's a legend, but at the same time, he's already picked up a couple wins in Impact. He did have the the go-home math there, standing tall over Confused Cowboy. Uh, Yeah, Violent by Design is a big deal over there. Confused Cowboy's winning here. Correct. Next, Tennille Dashwood versus Jordan Grace. Now this... (sighs) This is tough. It is tough. I feel like this is a match that Jordan Grace should win. Yeah, right. But but I feel like she, there's been a lot of matches lately that I felt like she had she should win that she hasn't. Yeah. Um. So I only got Jordan Grace with three confidence points. Uh. Yeah. I got Jordan Grace also. I've got her with two confidence points. Uh. Because every time I've bet against Neil Dashwood, Neil Dashwood has won. Mm-hmm. I just I just go by my own history. I always say that she's not going to win, and then she and then she. Although I think there might have yeah, been one does. time when I learned my lesson, I was like, oh, I'm betting for her, and then she lost. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I got Jordan Grace. I got two. You know what? No, I got I got four confidence points on that. Four. four All right. Very points, well. Yeah. Four confidence points. Enforcer's got Jordan Grace with five. Uh, next match: Rich Swan versus W. Morrissey. Uh, Steve, who do you got? He's a monster. W. Morrissey. I mean, they might be trying to like. No, it's W. Morrissey. I got five confidence points. Five. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, Enforcer and I both have eight. Uh, w. Morrissey I mean, had another W to his first name. It's possible that Illy Mac helps out Rich Swan because they they want to try to not to make Rich Swan's fall from grace be too harsh. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. But I don't think I don't know. That's Everything the they case. they've 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 been doing with, with, with Morrissey, they they want to build him, it feels like. Yeah. You know, one thing Impact does pretty well is building people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's true. So I feel like building up Morrissey here is what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Eight confidence points. Wow. Next for the tag titles, Violent by Design is going to be a Diener in Rhino taking on Decay's Crazy Steve in Black Taurus. Steve, who do you got? Violent by Design, seven confidence points. Very confident. There. Like you said, they are building them. And Decay was on. Here, here's what they think about Decay. They had a match on being the impact this week. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, there was also they had like Havoc and Rosemary have a match, but uh, but yeah, the the, the male contingent uh, that's going to be involved in this, it, well, they were on the the pre-show this week on yeah. on TV. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's Violent by Design seven confidence points. I got Violent by Design, but with four, there's really only three matches that I don't I don't feel confident in. Is Everything else I feel pretty no. Oh okay. Everything oh, else one, I feel three, pretty three. strongly okay, yeah. about. This could easily have a much higher confidence point value to still maybe you. slightly more confident in other matches. Uh, I have four in Violent by Design. Forster has six. Let's move on to the women's tag titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fire and Flava, uh, Kira Hogan, Tasha Steele's taking on Susan and Kimberly. I got Hogan and Steele seven confidence points. I had them, and then I switched them with Violent by Design. But, yeah, I've got six. This is a lock, Fire and Flava. Yeah, this is a lock, absolute lock. Enforcer's got four on Hogan and Steele's. Next right. up, we've got the Good Brothers, the Devil Digs, 
versus Sammy Callahan and Tommy Dreamer in a street fight. Larson, from the looks of your face a second ago, this was one that you're not terribly confident in. Do you only have one confidence point on this? I do, because yeah. I feel like it could literally go either way. I'm, I'm, I settled on Sammy and Tommy Dreamer because they're building up Sammy for Slammiversary. He can't be taking L's. Uh, there's no one there to help the good brothers. Yeah. Callus is going to be in Jacksonville with Kenny. So are the young bucks. Good brothers are going to be by themselves. Carl Anderson will probably eat a pin after a package pile driver from Sammy Callahan. But at the same time, they're the good brothers. You de can't discount the possibility that Tommy Dreamer is in this match to take an L. Uh, I got uh, Sammy Dreamer one confidence point. I have two confidence points on Dreamer and Callahan, and here's why. Everything you just said is true. Number one, they are not afraid to book the good brothers like they're hapless. They're mm -hmm. not afraid to do that. Nope. Number two, if this was a regular match with stakes involved, I would probably totally go with the good brothers, Dreamer eating the pin. Um, but, but it is a street fight. It's a street fight. Which is the thing that Dreamer and Callahan are known for. They're, they're more violent tendencies. Should thrive in, yes, yes, they yes. should thrive in this. Um, if Dreamer eats the pin, it's still the, the, the idea is the Good Brothers have a hit out on Sammy Callahan, and this is supposed to be that match. And so it doesn't really accomplish anything by having Dreamer eat the pin because Callahan is still up and walking around. So what would be the point of that? So this is just to keep Callahan strong. Uh, you know, and Tommy Dreamer isn't meant to be in this match as, oh, he's the guy who's going to eat the pin. No, Tommy Dreamer's in this guy. Oh, it's the innovator of violence. They're going to take it to the Good Brothers. So, um, but at the same time, I only have two confidence points in it because they could, they could also do the thing where they beat the crap out of, you know, they take out Dreamer really quick and then spend the rest of the match beating the crap out of Callahan with all sorts of nefarious ways to make him more of an underdog going on a slam anniversary. Mm -hmm. But I kind of feel like even at slam anniversary, Callahan's going to lose to Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, and so he's going to go into this thing as a real threat, not as an underdog. Cause yeah. you can't have an underdog come into a match and then just lose. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Well, uh, knockouts championship, Deanna Prozzo versus Rosemary. I mean, it's Deanna Prozzo. Nine, nine. nine. She's got the record right now. I think for, well, a Roman also might have it for a person I've had consistently. No, I think she has it consistent run of pay-per-views. Well, she, where she's given, been given the most number of confidence points. Yeah. Yeah. She's not losing that title anytime. soon. I don't feel like, and finally the main event from Daly's place for the impact and TNA titles. I believe moose challenging Kenny Omega, Steve, how many points do you have on Kenny? Dun, 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 dun. Not moose. I got eight on Kenny eight. Omega. Yeah. All right, all right. Enforcer has seven hmm. on Kenny. I have five. I don't think Kenny's going to lose. I'm just hedging my bets in case something weird happens here. Nothing weird's going to happen, man. Nothing weird's going to happen. We see oh. the road ahead of us, but I understand there's, you know, like fire and flavor. That's that's a certainty. That's a, that's a lock. Certainty. That's a lock. That's going to that's that, that Hogan Steels are winning that match. Yeah, it's it's I feel a pretty lock. good about Kenny winning this match. But it's just short of a lock. It's I whenever I look at confidence points, I say, okay, Kenny and Moose are fairly evenly matched in terms of like how they're power ranked. But you just look at the story. Fire and Flava and Susan and Kimberly are not anywhere close to being evenly matched power ranked wise. That's why I always go with those for more confidence points there. Yeah. So uh so yeah, there you go. Not a lot of uh no, no. I mean, besides the enforcer going all in on Kojima. Or not all in, even. What do you have? Four yeah. on Kojima? He's got two. 
Oh, he's only got two on Kojima? Yeah. And he's got Ace Austin with what, one also? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, uh, uh, save for one pick, we all have the same picks. It's just different confidence points. And so he, but here, yeah, here's the thing with Impact is that they will throw you for a loop. Yeah. I don't know. They will. Don't they, know. will. they will. Don't that's know. entirely possible. Uh, let's do our SmackDown preview Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. All right, that's done with. Uh, AEW preview. <laughs> they don't have anything. They didn't have anything on WB.com this morning. What? Nor on their Twitter. I had to find, uh, remind myself that that match was happening based on someone else uh, another wrestling site doing a smackdown how will the mysterios react to last week's violent attack from roman reigns something like that will baron corbin get his crown back from shinsuke nakamura as he's in action against boogs something with kevin owens and apollo cruz sammy zane will be involved all that Uh, there's also a dynamite tonight aew dynamite here's what we got in store for that Hangman Page in 10, taking on Powerhouse Hobbs and Brian Cage. Uh, we're going to hear from the Pinnacle. Lance Archer will be in action. Uh, this will be great. Miro uh, versus Evil Uno for the TNT title. Uno's going to get murdered. Yeah. Uh, Young Bucks, Brandon Cutler taking on Pac, uh, Penta, and Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Brandon Cutler's totally eating a pin there. Yeah. Uh, Christian Cage versus Angelico. And Layla Hirsch versus Nyla Rose. I love these Friday Dynamites. They just sort of hover between an episode of Dark and, <laughs> and an episode of Dynamite. It's always but dy- there's always like what di- are Like, oh, I really want to see that. Dynamite yeah. Light. Yeah, Bucks and Brannick. Yeah, that might be good. Layla Hirsch is rad. She's cool. She is. She is. I want to see that, and I want to see Miro and Evil Uno. I think that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Miro's going to destroy Uno. Uh, Archer. He'll. I wonder who's gonna who's gonna destroy. Uh, he'll 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 destroy somebody. He'll like eat somebody. Seconds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that should all be fun. Anyways, that's gonna do it for today. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.